Broadcasting live from SENQ headquarters in the heart of Fortitude Valley. This is Pat Welsh and Ian Healy for breakfast. Queensland made on SENQ, 6.93am. Well, the show brought to you by the builder you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes. Heels, uh, an absolute pleasure. You were obviously twisting Tubby's arm last night and said so we'd love to have you on the show today. After you golf, did you? Were you two golfing together yesterday? Well, in the same field, mm. field of 128 players, I think it okay. was, and uh, I would have beaten Tubbsy probably. Um, I didn't <laughs> hear that he retired yesterday, but he generally retires after most golf games. And uh, I'm not playing this again. <laughs> uh, Mark Taylor, a very good morning to you. Morning, gents. How are you? We're very well. You uh, seemed in a better headspace about your golf, even though it wasn't great. I heard you. I heard you say, but uh, you, no, you hit any good ones? Great, no. Oh, I hit some good ones, but a lot of bad ones also. And as you know, Hills, the weather wasn't all that kind of yesterday either. Gee, it blew up down here in Sydney. So no. uh, it was. Uh, I'm glad we got the day in. It was a cracking day. Um, but I think a lot of fun. Having we raised a lot of good money too for. Uh, the Sporting Chance Cancer Foundation, so it was a good day. Yeah, it's quite famous, this event, uh, Tommy, isn't it? I mean, you, you've raised a lot of money over the years, and you have a lot of good friends that keep coming back. Yeah, do. A, lot, a lot of the cricket has come back. Heels has been, I think, just about every year. We've been going for 27 years now. Um, but Big Merv was there yesterday. Mm. Um, we have Rugby League greats come along. Cooper Cronk was there. The big man, Daryl Broman, was there, and... Uh, Brett Kenny from the old Parramatta days, and yeah, a lot of lot of celebrities turn up. A lot of fun has had. I left you um, when Vince Sorrenti was absolutely on fire. <laughs> he had the room and <laughs> room uh, firing up. I'm not surprised you raised good money. Uh, tell us a little bit about. Uh, quite often, I'm I'm asking for time away here, and I tell him how big this cancer. <laughs> chan- <laughs> I think he's on the tour. Actually, <laughs> to the tour. Uh, what, what are the priorities of Sporting Chance Cancer Tubbs? Well, we well people have obviously heard about the McGrath Foundation and how they, the wonderful work they do in sponsoring nurses. Well, we do a similar thing. Um, uh, we, 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 I do say that we did start before the McGrath Foundation, uh, but we, we really sponsor nurses. That's what we do. And they take uh, treatment uh, and their knowledge to kids, um, in particularly in rural areas or throughout Australia. We've got one nurse in Brisbane. We've got, uh, we're just about to start our third nurse here in Sydney, we've got one in Melbourne and one in Adelaide. Uh, and they look after kids who contract some sort of cancer in regional areas. And it, it means that they can stay at home a bit more than have to come to the to the Brisbane's or the Adelaide's or the yeah. Sydney's all the time. And, and and also it's an education for not just the family, but also some of the uh, the medical workers out in those rural areas as well. And they, they get some knowledge, some upskilling about what they can do to help to treat the kid at home rather than send them, you know, sometimes hundreds of Ks on a regular basis to the major city in the state. So it, it makes life as easy, well, as easy it can be when you pick up cancer, which is obviously yeah. a terrible thing for any family to have to go through. Yeah, and it sounds pretty easy, doesn't it? We, got, we put a nurse out there, but it's like over a million dollars for a nurse, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, we, we raise about a million dollars a year um, and we sponsor now, as I said, six nurses because, as you say, Hills, they're, they're all about anywhere from sort of one hundred and twenty dollars to $170,000 is the package to, yeah. to provide a nurse's wage, a car, all the treatment, all the expenses that goes with the travel. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot in it. Um, there's no doubt about that. But 
um, you've only got to see you know, some of these families that you help and you, and you, you know it's worth every cent. Yeah, oh, you just can't stuff. have them yeah. in one region for one year. It's yeah. a three to five year type of commitment. Yeah. Mate, you would have got home from uh, the golf yesterday, turned on the telly. Uh, what were your first impressions of how Australia were going? Well, I actually just watched a few little highlights this morning, actually, Heels. Um, and obviously, a, an improved performance yesterday. I, I must admit, I think we were when we finished the golf yesterday, we were looking at the scores at one stage and Sri Lanka were none for 120 off 20 overs. And we, I was thinking, well, this is not looking very good. But obviously, uh, Paddy Cummins' spell and some good fielding from what I could see, some good catches, yes. uh, a run out. And it's amazing, as we all know, with one-day cricket. You get that fielding part right, all of a sudden you turn a game around. And that's what Australia did. They hung onto their catches yesterday. And I said, I saw Pat Cummins throw the stumps down to run a guy out. So all of a sudden things changed for Australia and they, and they picked up, what, 10 wickets for about 80 runs. So, you know, I think that's the area that, you know, the, the, the energy around one-day cricket is an area that wasn't there in our first two games mm. uh, of this series. Um, hopefully that performance yesterday will, will mark a, a new beginning and we'll, and we'll kick on from there because we've got a big, a big game against uh, Pakistan on Friday and that will be a real, I think, a real benchmark for us to see how we are going. You probably weren't across this because uh, you were involved in your golf day yesterday, but I know Michael Clark came out on radio and said he was hearing that they were going to drop Cummins for last night's match. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not sure how we, how we could have dropped Paddy from last night's match. Uh, and as I said, I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. It's, it's not a, an opinion I share. Um, I think there's no doubt about it. When, when we look at our one-day squad, um, we've got a lot of options. You know, and in, in the subcontinent, you don't always need three fast bowlers. So, you know, I think, I don't really know exactly what Michael said, but all the all the bowlers, whether it be Hazelwood, Stark, Cummins, Stoinis, you know, you, you don't need some four or five seam bowlers at any given time. Sometimes you need more slow bowlers. But at the moment, the unfortunate thing is we haven't got slow bowlers uh, at, at our disposal, which is, I think, a bit more of a concern at this stage probably time to start settling on the combination we're going to need and it's going to be really effective. Trust that middle order, power hitting. Um, explain, you know, that we had a format like this, didn't we? 92 World Cup in Australia where you played everyone else once. And, you know, explain to our listeners, Con and Tiki. <laughs> Con and Tiki, me and Merv. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, as you know, in 1992, um, well, Merv and I became Con and Tiki because that's, <laughs> everyone thought we were on a on a Con Tiki tour because uh, we travelled around Australia. I actually did play two games. I don't think Merv played any uh, in the World <laughs> Cup. We may have played just the one. Uh, and I think that's what pro- may end up happening with the Australian side because yep. if we've, we've seen we, like we've found our combination now, so I don't know if that means that Alex Carey and uh, whoever else is not playing becomes Con and Tiki for this tour. But sure, in a way, it's what you it's what you want. You, you want your side that you pick to be playing well and in form, and therefore you don't change it because you're only playing every third or fourth day. So you, you've got time to recover. So, you know, if, if, you, if your side's changing and you don't have a Con and Tiki, it probably means you're not playing very well because you're trying <laughs> to find the solution. Is it is it a little disappointing to you that you know perhaps we haven't shown this desperation in the first couple because you watch India and I know it's a home it's a home series for them a home tournament but boy oh boy they've been up and about since first ball game one I mean they're really egging each other on and celebrating every little win in the field whether it's just a saved run whereas you're right I mean it, it, we haven't seemed to have had the same desperation. 
No, particularly that second game was disappointing. No doubt about that. Our, our fielding in that game and our overall performance was poor. There's no doubt about that. Uh, the interesting thing about that first game we had against India, it was that probably that drop catch of Mitch, uh, Mitch Marsh and Alex Carey sort of putting him off a little bit. It, it, it would have been amazing if he'd have taken that catch, the Virat Kohli being out. Rohit Sharma was at LBW for naught in that game. Uh, India would have been four for 20, chasing 200. Now, that would have been an interesting game. As it mm. turned out, they ended up getting the runs fairly comfortably. But uh, Virat Kohli went on to make 85 in that game. Mm. So it's amazing how one little bit of fielding, particularly in these shorter forms of the game, can make a massive difference. So, you know, as I said yesterday, from what I've seen, or I haven't seen all of uh, yesterday's game, it looked to me like we hung on to our catches. I saw David Warner take a couple of good catches, that run out of Pat Cummins. All those things get your side going. Uh, and that's what we desperately needed. And as I said, hopefully it's a turning point for us. Because it's going to be very important on Friday, mate. Give us your impression on what you think Pakistan are going to be like to be against. Well, I, I think Pakistan are a good side. Um, they, they had a, they've had a similar performance against India the other night uh, where they started off all right, got to, I think, two for 150-odd, and then got bowled out for 190, very much like Australia. And then India got the runs very comfortably. Um, but Pakistan have got some very good players and they'll, they'll play well in those conditions. They've got some good spinners, so they'll test us over there. So that's why I think Friday's game is a, a, a real benchmark for us. If we can play well there and beat Pakistan, that shows me that we're right in the, in the tournament. And obviously we, we, we will be back in the tournament because we'll be two wins and two losses. If we lose that game, two things will happen. Obviously we'll go one and three. But more importantly, we'll have then lost to India and lost to Pakistan, which will be a, which will be of worry to Australia going forward. Hey, just quickly, uh, two things. Obviously, Warner wants to step away after the Sydney Test if he gets his wish. Who do you fancy comes in? There's there's you know quite a, probably three or four big candidates. Yeah, there is, but if the problem is not a lot of, not a lot of them making runs. Uh, that seems to be a bit of a problem. Um, Look, as I said, I think Will Pukowski, his name will come back up again, but I'd like to see him playing more regularly to see if he's going to, if he's going to get through the rigours of playing domestic and international cricket. I'd like to see him play a lot more to just to make sure that he's OK. Um, obviously, Bancroft is, is another one. Matt Renshaw is another one. There's a lot of names, but I, I really think it'll probably be the, the, the guy that's in form at the time. Um, that the, that the Australian sectors will go for. They've got from now until what around about the Sydney Test to make a decision on who mm. it's going to be, and then then we should have got to get it right because, you know, with all due respect, the West Indies are not a great side, not a great Test match side at the moment. So we have two Tests in the in the uh, January of next year to really get our side right, and very importantly, we need that opening combination right. Um, so whoever they they, they, they pick has got to be A, in some sort of form, but B, got to be someone we're looking at for, I think, the next three to five years if they can maintain their form. Yeah, Marcus Harris would be another one that would go into that group of four, that, uh, the yeah. three that you mentioned. Tubbs, uh, very good, mate. And uh, thanks again for yesterday and thanks for your time this morning. Absolute pleasure, boys.